Uh, we've got Pete Bedell on the line early this morning. He's got family duties. Uh, you know, we should have scooped him on this story, Heels, with uh, the super coach Wayne Bennett sending uh, Valance to RA to uh, Chopper Burgess. Chopper does all his training right at our front door, Pete, and uh, we should have noticed that he had Valance with him at some stage, but no, we didn't see him when we were out on our walks. Could have. <laughs> Mate, I, th- I thought you'd be training with him, Pat, big chopper Burgess. Yeah, what he... love whipping you into shape. Every time I walk past him, mate, all he does is have a look at that gut of yours, Paddy. You proud of that? You proud of that, mate? And then and he said, have a look at this. Have a look at your wife. She's beautiful. What are you doing with him? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he kisses his biceps, does he? Yeah, yeah. Ex- so, yeah that's, exactly that's right. Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of strut there with Chop. There's no Big, Val, Big Val could have woken us up maybe that, with his hits on the pads, on the gloves. <laughs> I bet he's working him hard. Have you, have you witnessed any of it, Pete? Uh, I haven't witnessed anything, guys. Uh, but interestingly, I've been sent some videos by by Mark Burgess. Uh, so yeah, I, I did break the story last night that he's been he ordered to go for two weeks of training with with Chopper Burgess, who is one of Brisbane's uh, best conditioners. He worked with the Broncos during their glory years. He's trained all the best athletes in Queensland sport. Darren Lockyer, Gordon Tallis, Brad Thorne. He worked with the Queensland Reds. So very good conditioner. And Wayne Bennett. He's basically trying to help balance Tafari. I mean, we know he's a great talent. We know he, he burst onto the scene last season and what a cult figure he was. And I mm. think if the fans love him for the fact he's got a bit of that throwback character with his with his frame, his bullocking style. But it reached a point, guys, a couple of weeks ago where he returned from preseason. He put four kilos on over the weekend. And oh, Wayne Bennett said... Yeah, and Wayne Bennett had an honest chat with Val and said, mate, look, you, you've got all the talent in the world, but at your weight, you just can't cut it in the NRL. So we need to do something to save your career. To his credit, he sent him to Chopper Burgess for a couple of weeks to do boxing and training sessions twice a day. Uh, and guys, now the ball's in, in Val's court. He's off contract next year, and if he wants to continue his career in the NRL, he just needs to get trimmer. Yeah, and Wayne, and the quote in your story sort of says it just makes it, everything much more manageable and easy to manage. So I'd imagine he could probably lose six. Chopper will probably have six off him by now so that you've got a little <laughs> bit of leeway on the way back out. Yeah, that's right. Well, well he also, I spoke to Chopper yesterday, and after 10 days of training, he's lost five kilos. Yeah, okay. so that's, that's a great step forward. Uh, so... Look, he was at, at his heaviest, I'm told, he was at 125. And last year when he played in the Q Cup Grand Final, he was 114. So Wayne said, if we can get him down around 113, 114, then, yeah. then that's acceptable. So he's, he's, I'm told he's around 117, 118 at the moment. So yep. he's not far off. And if he keeps going over the preseason, he's got plenty of time to get in his best shape for, for the new season. Yeah, I mean, and, and not that not that Bennett would be worried about this, but, mate, he's a fabulous... Yeah, given if, if he can get there and start to play first grade again, he's a wonderful marketing tool for the club. Oh, 100%, Pat. I mean, he's one of the real characters of the NRL. I mean, not only the Dolphins, but he can be a real superstar of the game. If yeah. he stays on the paddock and gets down to the weight that, that Bennett wants... and. Because the talent's there. We know he's got the physical gifts. He just needs the conditioning. And if he can marry those two, then the NRL has a real force. And uh, I think if Al Tafari, look, he's only young guys. He's converted from rugby. He's only played two seasons of rugby league. So he's got mm. so much untapped potential. And let, let's hope he realises that over the next few months. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, all right. It doesn't seem there's a lot of love coming Kirk Capel's way down at Red Hill. Well, it's interesting, Pat, isn't it? It's, it's a fascinating narrative. I mean, look, I think 
Kurt doesn't want to leave the Broncos. That's the scenario. But the, the Warriors have shown interest. They've got a three-year deal ready to table if he gives them the indication he wants to go. Now, I guess, guys, the big thing here is the salary cap for the Broncos. I mean, yeah. they don't want to lose Kurt Cable for next season. They've already lost three blokes for next year in Herbie Farn with Tom Flegler and Keenan Pagliasia. So they can't afford to lose their vice-captain at a time when they're on the cusp of a premiership. So they want to keep Kurt Capewell for another 12 months, but the problem is beyond that, they can't table a deal due to salary cap restrictions for 2025. So the the, the scenario for Kurt is, do I play one more year at Red Hill and then try and find something else in the NRL, or do I cut my losses now and take an attractive three-year offer from the Warriors to prolong my career? So that that's the decision facing Kurt Capewell in the coming weeks. Yeah, that, so the three years includes next year? That's right, Heels. So mm. the Warriors are happy to take him right now. And if mm. the Broncos were to formalise a release, Kurt could be at the Warriors in a couple of weeks and he'd take up his three-year deal immediately. Or finish one year with the Broncos and then throw the dice. Yeah. That's right. And look, guys, I think Kurt, is pro- I would imagine he's torn. I mean, he knows he's on the cusp of something special at the Broncos. I mean, he'd probably be kicking himself if he left now and then the brings Brisbane win the comp next yep. year. So, uh, although in saying that, the way the Warriors went, this season, they could be a chance of the premiership as well. So he, he's got two two interested clubs, and that, that's good news for Kurt Capewell. But he is a he's a real leader for the Broncos. He's been magnificent in his two years there. Yeah, much loved by the teammates. I mean, <laughs> this off season it just gets more intriguing every year. I think I don't know whether I'm just getting old, but the the <laughs> the, the Luai story it just won't go yes. away. And I mean, he he just I don't know whether it's he or his manager, but. The, he seems to be playing them all. Oh, we're all getting older, Paddy. Isn't that a shame? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. Look, it is a fascinating scenario for Jerome Luai. Look, I, I look, guys. I, I think the more this drags on, I, I think the more likelihood that he leaves the Panthers. I mean, I know he's got another year there, so I guess in in a sense, there's no rush mm. for him to sign, other than media interest, really. But I mean, the, the the money on offer from the West Tigers is enormous, and if if Jerome wants to be the main man. He'll never be that at Penrith with Nathan Cleary there. So while they have a beautiful combination, maybe Jerome wants to be the main man. And let's not forget, guys, in the Penrith Juniors, he was actually the number seven, and Cleary played six in the lower grades. So maybe Jerome thinks I can be the main man at seven for the Tigers and get paid handsomely in the process. Mm. Yeah. There's some young guns pushing some highly paid legends everywhere in, in each club, really. But so the... The managers put 1.2 on Luai's um, uh, price. 1.2 is it. West Tigers are in at 1.1 at the moment. Penrith 8.50 and they've topped out. Um, and the Bulldogs have now said we're out. Is that how it's reading at the moment? Yeah, that's basically it. Here. So, look, I, I can't imagine too many clubs would have the money to match the West Tigers. So I guess for Jerome, it's do you go down the road to Concord or do you stay put at the Panthers for less money but potentially win more premierships and maybe not in view of the, the doldrums that the, the Tigers are going through at the moment. So yeah. I guess he's got to weigh up you know, how important money is in his life and whether he's prepared to take some early pain at the Tigers to turn the club yeah. around. And the Panthers have said it can happen immediately if you give us Clemmer and Lachlan Galvin. Yeah, that's right. So the, the merry-go-round is always yeah, the horse trade. <laughs> in the NRL, guys. But, so the horse trade is going on. But 
geez, they are Penrith being ripped apart, boys. They are losing mm-hmm. guys left, right, and centre. It'll be fascinating to see just how long they can remain a, a premiership force. Yeah, that's right. And um, we're seeing it that Red Hill losing the, the, the calibre that they have, and Capewell may yet be headed out the door as well. Hey, mate, great to chat, and we really appreciate your time. And I just want to say on behalf of all our listeners, thanks for your contribution this year. I mean, your insights uh, and your background to everything that's happening in league is brilliant. And, of course, you know we all read your stuff in the Courier-Mail uh, religiously. No, thanks so much, boys. And I have similar affection for what you guys do. And, and also to your listeners, have a great Christmas, everybody. And I hope your family's safe over the, the festive period. And we'll be ready back again, boys, in 2024 yes. for the NRL. The circus will be gone again. Yeah, well, I don't, it doesn't stop. <laughs> it's <laughs> still going. <laughs> thanks, Pete. Thanks, Pete. Have a great Christmas, mate, thanks, to you boys. and the family. Anytime. Thanks, boys.